The Senior Bowl says the draft starts in Mobile. Let's take a look at some Bengals draft candidates using a mock draft simulator after the Senior Bowl. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bengals fans and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We're in mock draft season. Today will be mock draft Monday following this senior bowl. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Jake Lisko. He's James Rapine. We are Lockdown Bengals covering the Bengals every day on YouTube, everywhere you get your podcasts. If you're new to the show, you can subscribe. Makes it really easy to make sure you're not missing a day of content. We're going to have Mike Renner on this week. He was down in Mobile. We'll get his post-Senior Bowl takeaways. That'll be good stuff. Gearing up for the draft, gearing up for free agency, gearing up for the combine here on Locked On Bengals. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more, and new customers will get $200 in bonus bets right now if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. And before we dive into the simulator, James, and take a look at some Bengals draft targets through the lens of senior bowl hype through the lens of the draft simulators, a little bit of news potentially around the Bengals quarterback coach search, which seemed like it was Brad Cragthorpe's job after Dan pitcher was promoted. That was our assumption. That seemed like the way things would go at the time, but Brad has been coaching the QBs at one of the college all-star games and a name has emerged. A report has emerged from Tampa about an external candidate. Yeah, I think it's, a little surprising, no doubt, that in, in Greg, and sorry, Greg, I'm re- saying your name wrong, probably. Greg Allman, uh, Fox Sports, uh, was the one uh, that had this, and he tweeted it out on Saturday. So who knows? Maybe by the time you hear this, it has changed. Uh, but John Van Dam, who has an awesome name, the Bucks tight ends coach, he served as uh, quarterback's coach in three different college situations, including an assistant quarterback's coaching job at Florida Uh, Also coached at Lafayette in Southern Illinois. And we talked about this on Saturday night when, when you saw it, there's no real tie to Zach. And I wonder if it's Dan pitcher talked with him, built a relationship with him last year when he interviewed in Tampa. And I think had a chance to, to potentially become offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers that didn't happen. And so maybe that's the tie, but it is interesting. And it does show uh, that the Bengals are at least looking at external candidates as well. Yeah, that's all that really indicates is that they're going through the process, interviewing some external candidates for the job. Couldn't find any ties, like you said, going back to even looking to see if maybe his teams have played some of the teams that Dan Pitcher coached at or or played for or, or anything like that, but couldn't really find any any ties to the Bengals coaching staff. But according to the report, the Bengals are looking at external candidates. And that's the small update we have around quarterbacks coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll see if we get news on that this week. We've been anticipating news to come out and for the Bengals to hire a quarterbacks coach for a little bit of time now. And this week makes sense to to get that deal done and get that announced. And with that being said, James, let's load up the mock draft simulator and take a look at 
who the Bengals might pick. We're going to use the PFF mock draft simulator here again. I think this is one that we looked at last week when we were looking at some potential first round targets. And just to kind of frame it, right? The the point of this is there are going to be players available later than they probably will be. There are going to be players picked earlier than they probably will be. That's how these simulators go. Is just to look at uh, who who might be available to the Bengals. Talk through the options in each round and, and try to think about how things could play out because it's never going to be exactly as it goes. And that being said, we'll we'll hit the button here, get things started, and see what crazy things happen in the old draft simulator and, and who's available to the Cincinnati Bengals. And this one uh, looks pretty chalk for the most part, James, except Jaden Daniels going a little bit later than you might expect. But anything jump out to you for, for the guys that have been picked so far? Marvin Harrison Jr. being the third wide receiver off the board. Uh, yeah, that will not happen. Late. Even if he gets caught with a gas mask the night before, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he's doing. Uh, Brock Bowers going ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, dumb chargers. Uh, the Titans taking Joe Alt. Everyone, everyone is mocking that. Yeah. I'm not so sure. It, it, not that they won't, but I, I think that's kind of easy. Uh, Jerzon Newton going ninth uh, out of Illinois. Uh, we've seen some mocks where he makes it past the Bengals. So, uh, others that where he doesn't. Man, the Vikings get a steal with Jaden Daniels. You're right. You could do that. Uh, Fuaga, who is a very popular Bengals mention at offensive tackle, going to the Raiders at 13. Bo Nix at 14. Sign me up, Bo Nix. I need J.J. McCarthy to go, Bo Nix to go, Michael Penix to go. I want all these quarterbacks to go. Bo Nix is the the surprise there, I would say, quarterbacks-wise, going before the Bengals are on the clock. But now we're on the clock, and shocker, Jake, there is an offensive tackle in J.C. Latham available. And I, I think this is one of the the big dilemmas, uh, not even dilemmas, but just something the Bengals have to work through. There are going to be bigger named offensive tackles available when the Bengals are on the clock, and they have to make sure that they potentially find the right one. Obviously, you have to evaluate the other p- positions as well, but they're, they're going to have a choice of an offensive tackle, I think, in this year's draft early. Yeah. I think no matter who is picked, there will be a tackle that is probably worthy of the pick there. And you talk about some of the guys that have been taken the order, not necessarily the most important thing I I would say for, for this sort of exercise, but three wide receivers in Malik neighbors, Marvin Harrison jr. And Roma Dunze expect those guys to go Brock Bowers. Most likely have seen some scenarios where he falls even in individual, like full first round mock drafts, not just simulators doing the picks. So have seen that as late as in the last week, some mocks where Brock Bowers makes it to the Bengals Newton going, before the Bengals pick, that's very interesting to watch. Byron Murphy, a lot of hype around that name in mocks over the last week or so as well. Talise Fuaga, you mentioned him, senior bowl standout. But when when you're on the clock and you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you're looking at who's available. I think there, there's a number of positions we have to look at, right? You have to look at corner. You have to look at tackle. You have to look at Jackson Powers Johnson after everyone is very familiar with that name after the senior bowl talking about senior bowl hype around Jackson powers, Johnson as a guy who could be the best lineman. Well, would be the best lineman at his position compared to some of the other guys available, Amarius men. So we'll, we'll look at like tackle. We'll look at corner. Probably. I think here we'll look at Jackson powers, Johnson. And I think that's kind of the realm of, of positions we're, we're talking about. I think you would probably also consider 
interior defensive line, even though Newton is the guy that we talked about the most, there's some guys that we can talk about, including Tavondre Sweat, who had an incredible week to me at the Senior Bowl. So from that perspective, I think it's it's really just these are the position groups that we're looking at, right? And I think we have to look at each one individually when we're talking about who the Bengals could target with their first round pick. Sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good players still on the board and it, there's a lot of positions that that they could go with here. You, you didn't mention there, I, there is a scenario where wide receivers still in play here, even with those three gone. I, it would not shock me at all. Um, now, are the Bengals today in on wide receiver at 18? No, probably not. Not necessarily. I, I think they're open to it. I think it's possible, and there's paths where that could happen. So uh, a lot of different ways to go. Let's keep our listeners waiting, Jake. We'll make our 18th pick. We'll make our first-round pick, uh, whether it's Jackson Powers Johnson, a little Marius Mims, J.C. Latham, or Mitchell, by the way. That corner out of Toledo just shining at the Senior Bowl and certainly rising up some draft boards that had him lower. Uh, we will make our pick coming up next. Today's show is brought to you by DoorDash. And maybe you were watching the Senior Bowl on Saturday and you didn't want to go out. Well, that's why you have DoorDash. And whether it's a local spot like City Bird or all of your favorite foods from pizza, snacks, so much more, DoorDash is going to get the food you want when you want it delivered right to your door. And let's be honest, the big game is coming up. And whether you're rooting for the Chiefs, whether you're rooting for the 49ers, whether you're rooting for it to be a tie or the, the power to go out, whatever the case is, you want to have the best experience watching the game, and you can do that with DoorDash. And right now, you're going to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order with by downloading the DoorDash app and use code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. All you have to do, again, is use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value. Today's episode of Lockdown Bengals is also sponsored by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and to level it up to peak performance if that's your thing from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style or even just practicality keeping your vehicle running efficiently ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you'll get your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash, with all the parts you'll need at prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Jake, we have a dilemma here, I think. I mean, this is a pretty good scenario. You, you have a top interior lineman in JPJ, J.C. Latham and Amarius Mims at offensive tackle. You got Quinion Mitchell as well at cornerback. Those are probably my four as of right now that stand out the most. Are, are you in on Nate Wiggins there, who's, who's the top player on the PFF board? Is that someone you, you're considering at 18? Is there anyone else I didn't mention that you're seriously considering? Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about Nate Wiggins. This is the Senior Bowl hype mock draft Monday. 
where we're going to draft a bunch of players that played in the senior bowl, I think is probably what's going to happen. What I, what I do want to do is I want to take a look at the individual positions. Like I mentioned, JC Latham and Marius men's the most obvious first round candidates to me at tackle yes. without getting too caught up in senior bowl hype. But if you wanted to get caught up in senior bowl hype, you would throw Tyler Guyton into this conversation who had a, a standout week, wasn't perfect, but had a good week in mobile and was, athletic is huge six seven three thirty room to add weight he looks relatively lean for a six seven three hundred and thirty pound man not to say that he's undersized or anything like that but looked very athletic in in mobile jordan morgan from arizona is a new name to me but a name that is perhaps worth first round consideration and offensive line film grinders in the comments can correct me if i'm wrong there and troy fatanu from washington who did not participate in the senior bowl was Brandon Thorne's top rated senior bowl offensive lineman going into the week before he pulled out. So that is a name that I think should be considered as well. And that's just tackle, not getting into some of the fringe first round guys. And when you're picking in the middle of the first round, I don't think we have to consider the fringe first round guys. Of course, there's also Jackson powers Johnson on the interior offensive line that we mentioned and looking at corner. I don't know enough of these names yet. But the top three guys here, Nate Wiggins, Rakestraw, not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, from Missouri, and Quinion Mitchell, who Charles Burks coached in Mobile, are all guys that I think could be potentially in play for the Bengals in the first round at corner if they chose to go that route. The last position I'd want to take a quick peek at here is interior defensive line where Byron Murphy would be the other name who, you know, in a month, in a couple of weeks, maybe we would very, very strongly consider him for this pick, even with Newton gone right now, I would say I don't know enough and, and I would veer toward the offensive line, but those are the main ones I would look at. Anything else you want to peek at before we send a pick in? No, because I, I, I think if Mims Latham and JPJ are there, they're on a, like a tier above some of these other guys. Um, so there you go. That th those are the three that I would come down to. I, it's really tough. I don't know about you. I, I think Latham feels safer. I think Mims has such a high ceiling based on what I've seen. I probably take a Marius Mims. Who would you take? Either of those guys. This is a stage in the it's process tough. where it's like I, it's I don't so know. tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think you have to take one of those tackles, right? Yeah, I think there. I would. Day, but, but this is where it's hard for me because, the like all these guys have some sort of flaw. And, and even JPJ has a flaw, but this is why you would consider Jackson Powers Johnson here instead of a tackle because Amarius Mims is inexperienced. It's hard to find one for JC Latham, to be fair. He, he looks like a pretty good tackle prospect to me. But if you're considering Amarius Mims, you got the inexperience issue. Tyler Guyton uh, has the age. I think he's going to be 23 as a rookie. And, and Troy Fatanu also in the senior bowl. So not that these are big knocks or anything, but you really have to examine, and I think what we'll be doing over the next month or two or three, I guess, how far are we from the draft? A month and a half is, is examining those those potential ups and downs that the like profiles. eleven weeks away. What, what, okay, a month and a half. <laughs> no, two two and a half. Did I say one? I meant two yeah. and a half. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Um, over that. Yeah, is figuring out whether like the the production age athleticism profiles and, and those risk profiles would take us off of a tackle for JPJ. Cause we're yeah. not going to pick a player who doesn't test. Right. 
that that's a new year's resolution for us this year. And so we don't know how that's going to go at the combine yet. I mean, speak for yourself. I would have taken Kincaid last year. I felt good with Oh, that. sure. So an, an offensive line. Sure. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially this year where it's deep. Yes. You can be a little pickier. I came into this mock just full disclosure thinking I'm going to just take Jackson powers Johnson. That's who I'm going to make the argument for. But when you have Mims and Latham there and Guyton there, and I do think he'll be in the conversation. You, 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 what are the odds? They don't like any of those guys. Yeah. What are the odds? They think that those guys aren't going to be solid starting tackles. Maybe as soon as this year, I say you take one of them. Mims to me fits the all right, he's going to compete and Jermaine Illuminor is already on the roster and we'll see. And then by 2025, he's for sure you're starting right tackle. And may start day one, by the way. I'm not saying sit him, but but it, it's a competition for the job. So I, I think that that's probably the route I go, but we'll see. You can easily make an argument for any of these guys. And if we come back in a month and it's clearly Latham instead of instead of Mims, maybe that's the case. The the issue with Mims that, that a lot of Bengals fans are going to have, right, is the inexperience, the fact that you want a guy who's going to be more pro-ready to hit the ground running, potentially some injury concerns there, don't want to pick somebody injured. But if he goes and tests and, t- and comes out clean medically, the the tools are are very, very strong for Marius Mims being a elevator on your offensive line bringing up the talent of those around him with his athleticism with his size with all of that put together if he can put it all together in the nfl from a technique perspective could certainly go marius mims here wouldn't complain about that but you probably pick any number of guys with this pick jpj latham mims one of those corners and and you probably would say that those players would be worthy of the pick byron murphy might be too might be an edge player that could be worth that as well. But for, for the purpose of this exercise, we can go Mims and, and come back in the second round and see what the options might be there. And like I said, we, we're going to have to look at the players that are picked and like the 10 to 15 picks before our pick in this simulator because I do think at this time of year, a lot of things are moving. The simulators are catching up a little bit as you know, Trevor Sikama, who's PFS draft guy, is down in Mobile. He's talking to scouts, getting information. It's not just the player evals. It's also information they're getting that's changing, I think, the way these, these simulators work as well. But we'll go Mims here, and we'll come back in just a minute, take a look at rounds two and three to finish up the show. Happy Super Bowl to all of those who celebrate. And look, FanDuel is America's number one sports book. So... I get it. 49ers chiefs. Who knows who's going to win? Do you even care as a Bengals fan? Well, you could spice it up a bit with FanDuel because FanDuel is going to have the best props, odds, everything you could be looking for, uh, which players will score touchdowns. How many points will be scored? Spice up your Super Bowl 58 experience because there's not a lot to root for, even though I will give my thoughts later in the week on who I think is going to win Super Bowl 58 and maybe they'll change, but they haven't over the past eight days or so. So how can you spice it up with FanDuel? So get to FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on, and you're going to get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more win. So how does that work? Pick an NBA game this week. Pick something like that so you can get those bonus bets in time for Super Bowl 58. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
We have some catching up to do, James, and figure out what happened between our first-round pick of Amarius Mims, an offensive tackle, and the Bengals' second-round pick. And we see some of the names we talked about, of course, mm-hmm. going off the board. J.C. Latham a couple picks later, Brian Thomas, uh, and, and Troy Franklin, a couple of wide receivers. So we didn't really talk about in depth, but could be in play. Braylon Trice, one of those edge players that we haven't talked about yet, but is one of those edge players that could be worth a first-round pick. Certainly, Jackson Powers Johnson, Quinion Mitchell, Byron Murphy, uh, Rekistra from uh, Missouri, the corner, Tyler Guyton, all picked. And Troy Fatanu goes at the top of the second round. Graham Barton, another senior bowl offensive lineman, goes pick 41. Chris Jenkins, who is a guy that we're going to be talking about at some point as an interior defensive line target out of Michigan, also picked. And now here we are on the clock, James. We've addressed tackle. So that probably means we're going to take a peek at defensive interior. Where else are we going to look? Oh, I mean, cornerbacks in play, wide receivers in play. Uh, I would say interior offensive line would certainly still be in play. Uh, tight end is in play. I mean, the, the the board is pretty open Yeah. right now. Edge could certainly be in play still. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, you name it. I, I think it, it's, it's in play to a certain degree. And uh, Polk out of wa- Washington staring right at me i think that's jalen polk is uh certainly someone that's interesting at this point yeah and just to shout out some senior bowl top performers ricky pearsall and roman wilson are a couple yes. of the wide receivers down at the senior bowl that had standout weeks malachi corley i think even jamari thrash louisville wide receiver was at the senior bowl and, and had some positive things said about him but malachi corley's sure, interesting i'm not sure if that's second round maybe it is i mean the wide receiver class again feels so deep but I think after you get past the second tier is where we get into guys we're not Drops. familiar with yet. And sure. maybe we'll become familiar with them. But as I scroll down this list and, and get past Malachi Corley, I don't, I don't know who any of these people are yet. And that's just and, where we are in the draft process right now. And, and I'll be very blunt about this. If you're thinking about a, even a long-term T. Higgins replacement, replacement, you're not getting them after probably pick 49 in this year's yes. draft. I, I don't give a damn how deep. I don't care how deep it is. You're probably not anyway. It's probably going to be really hard to do at 49. Possible, yeah. but hard. But this idea that like, ah, oh, it's so deep that, and I'm not saying you're saying that, but I'm sure some will look at mm-hmm. defensive line and this and that. They're going to have to address some of this stuff in free agency and, and, and marry the two. We've talked about that. So uh, Polk is the one that stands out the most to me. Yeah, I just um, wanted to add, I, th- I think on that note, tackle and wide receiver are going to be picked over. Because they're really good. That doesn't mean they're sure. going to last forever. Because they're nope. good, it means teams are going to pick those early. And if we look at it, the top-rated receiver here, we're picking it at 49. The top-rated receiver on PFF's board is ranked 48 on their board. That's Xavier Worthy out of Texas. We've had Lab McConkey got picked at the end of the yeah. first round. Adam I would Mitchell. take him, by the way. If he's there at 49, as of today, I, I think he's a a... a someone you would potentially target with that. Another another senior bull name. Xavier Leggett also picked. Jermaine Burton, one pick before the Bengals. Let's take a look at, we'll just go in order, tight end. Yeah. Jatavion Sanders is the obvious second-round target right now. Uh, just looking at this list, I think that's the only one I'm ready to consider in the second round. We'll see in a while. Yeah, I'm not about Cade Stover, Theo Johnson, hyper-athletic Penn State tight end who's going to need some time to develop. Ben Sinnott from Kansas State. Jaheim Bell, very interesting names, but I'm not ready to consider them in the second round yet. I just We, we need to see the production profiles, the testing there. Anything else on tight end? 
No, not not as of right now. It's it's a shallow shallow class, I think, in, for round two as we're looking yeah. at it. And and just to revisit tackle really quick, the top rated tackle available before a massive golf on the PFF board is King Kingsley Suamatea from BYU. He's, He's interesting. He is. I think Christian Jones is going to be much higher on this board when it gets updated sure. as well. The tackle out of Texas. Um, but I, I would feel pretty good about having picked a tackle in the first round. Sure. The way this went. And you hope you got yep. the right one. Maybe you don't like Mims. Maybe you like somebody else better. But picking a tackle, I, I feel pretty good about. Christian Hayes. Haynes, sorry. And Cooper. I don't know. If, is it? Do you know how his name is said? Is it Baby? I would Mead? say Baby. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Christian Haynes, though. Great senior bull week. Mm -hmm. Certainly someone that you look at and you're like, man, if ideally he would be there at 80. I'm just not sure he will be. It's certainly not in this simulator. Yeah, it might be tough to get some of these guys in the third round. Looking at corner, there's no names that really jumped out at me. Just want to check defensive interior. This is where Tavondre Sweat has been a very popular pick for me when I've been doing this exercise sure. I don't in know recent days. Uh, Brandon Dorless from Oregon is another name to become more familiar with. Leonard Taylor from Miami, another name to become more familiar with. But Tavondre Sweat is a guy that I really fell for a little bit at the Senior Bowl. That's who I'm huge. Taking, by the way, I'll just tell you right now. If if it's me, he's sitting there. It makes a ton of sense. Top fifty pick, guy that I think can contribute right away. Maybe I'm missing someone, but as of right now. It's Tavondre Sweat for me. Yeah, and it could change, right? This it's is very, very early in the process. He, he yeah. didn't weigh in at the Senior Bowl. Who who knows what's going on there? But he looked great at the Senior Bowl to me. I, I think we have consensus on Tavondre Sweat. Yeah, I, I fell for him back. at the Senior Bowl. Let's, Let's make the pick and, and see who we can take a look at in the third round. And this is where I think the simulator starts to get a little... A little, uh, a little uh, Haynes weird. went off the board just before, and so did Roman Wilson. Dang, and Dang. Uh, the, the guy we talked about last time we talked to Mike Fenner, Sione Vaki, the yeah. safety running back from Utah, one pick before our Bengals pick in the third round. Jatavion Sanders picked at the top of the third round as well. Ricky Pearsall, the senior bowl standout wide receiver we mentioned, goes to the Ravens at 62. Cameron Kitchens, who I think is the top safety, I think is a consensus top safety in this class, going all the way at the bottom of the second round. Brandon Dorless, the other interior defensive lineman we talked about, going a couple picks later, later, excuse me, as did Jalen Polk, one pick later. We looking at wide receiver here? Uh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely looking at receiver. This is where we pick Malachi Corley, and we're, we're a, happy about it's, it. It's exactly where you pick him. If he's yeah. there, yeah. I, it, the, the key with Corley, and he's going to get a lot of love, and a lot of people are going to praise him over the next two two plus months. So get to know him. A wide receiver out of Western Kentucky. Do the Bengals feel like he can play outside? That That's, I, I think, such a key to whether or not they would pick him. And if they do, that's fine. If not, because he's under six foot, but he's a tank, right? If they're willing to, to go that route, then, then I think they would certainly be open to him at, the, at this stage. I am, as of now, based on what I know. Um, so, yeah, scroll down a little bit. Is there any other? The, the other Washington receiver's gone, right? Yeah, he's gone. Okay. Yeah, Just there's make it no clear. one else that I really know here. Johnny Wilson from Florida State is a name that I've heard. Don't know much about. Jamari Thrash was at the Senior Bowl as well. Johnny but Wilson's this, the guy everyone wants to turn into a tight end because he's 6'6". Uh, six, six and, yeah. Is that right? Madden. 
237, according to yeah. PFF. Malachi Two. Corley uh, at under under six foot, but two ten. The the yards after catch is yeah, the ability baby. that we're talking about with Malachi Corley. And and the comparisons to Debo, right? Do I have that right? He's been compared to Debo Samuel by some. I, I'm you, I'm sure some, right? Yeah, I, I and that's I always stop and pause when you you think of. I, I yeah. think there's one Debo Samuel on the planet, yeah. but do I think he could help? Yes, I do think. And you just passed him, Trey Benson, running back, Florida yep. State. I think this could be the spot for him. Where they would say, "All right, this makes sense, and we're going to partner up Trey Benson." So that's just a, another name to throw out there. Yeah, I think running back is probably something to consider here. It's not something that I'm ready to talk about in any level of depth, but Trey Benson and Bucky Irving are two names that I know among the running backs here. Ray Blake Corum, you know had, Blake Corum. I don't. I don't know Blake Corum. Oh, uh, national champ, baby. Ray Davis also had a really nice Senior Bowl. Marshawn Lloyd Marshawn from USC. Lloyd. Yep. As a player whose whose name I know as well, and Dylan Laub, Laubey, Laube, not sure how that name is pronounced either. From New Hampshire, not for the third round, but a Senior Bowl running back. Frank capitalize on because of jeans. Yeah, G E N E S jeans. Yeah. Um, no, I I think we go with Corley here because if you think we're doing a three round mock draft in early February and we're not taking a wide receiver, well, you must be new to locked on Bengals because wide receiver matters, baby. Offense, offense, off. Oh no, we did take a defensive player. We took, yeah. we took, we took beef. We're balanced. We're we balanced. took beef, man. You, you know, you know how hard it was for me to not say, "Hey, Brian Thomas at 18. Come we've on, been, man. I'm trying. We've been disciplined. We went trench, trench before we went flash. And I'm happy to pick Malachi Corley here. I'm sure there's some guys that we haven't talked about that we should be sure. talking about. If they wanted to go back to the trenches, just want to throw out Cooper Beebs or Bebe's name again. Yeah, he's still available in the simulator, but. We'll pick Malachi Corley and we'll get out of here. Talked about a lot of names. Hopefully that's been at least a little bit interesting from, from that perspective, as far as talking about a lot of guys. And if the Bengals came out of the draft, PFF giving us awful grades. Yeah, sure. Because I, I, I mean, maybe we Scroll all down. Really What's the overall. It usually gives you an overall B right? minus B minus man. But Javadre Sweat's got to go up in these. He's that's he's, like you in the ACT man. B minus. I got an A on the ACT. Nah, man. No, you didn't. Not, you, don't not an know what it's, you don't even know what it's out of. I got an A, not an A plus. It, a if plus. they if they did this, these three guys, Mim, Sweat, Coily, all the talk about the physicality aspect and needing to be tougher, stronger, bigger, more physical. All three guys are that, right? All three guys help in that department. And uh, so, yeah, I could totally see this doing it. I, I think Coily, it could be an outlier. They might not even be in on him, you yeah. know? Just because of the size, or they could love them, and and that's the fun part. Depends on what they want to do, right? Do they want to have some some smaller, more explosive? Because T's big, Yoshi's big. They'll still have him on the roster, but Jamar Chase isn't overwhelmingly big. He plays big, but is not the the oversized player that T Higgins is, who moves really well yeah. at his size. So a little bit of a of a different style there, but beef trenches upside. I would be pretty pleased with this but i'm always pretty pleased with our picks when we come out of these mock drafts especially early in the process and we'll be talking about some of these players in greater depth we'll be talking about who won the senior bowl here with mike renner coming up at least tomorrow and a lot more senior bowl stuff to talk about 
that we didn't get into and that we didn't notice, I'm sure. We'll, we'll talk to some of the people that were down there, starting with Mike. So that'll be coming your way on this week's Locked On Bengals. So until then, thanks for listening to this episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hootay, and have a good one.